Welcome to the Run Ohana podcast. I am Ryan, joined by host Donna, Brittany, Kenny, and producer Rob. Aloha, everyone. Aloha. What's up? We are actually re-recording this episode after we had, uh, even by our own standards, which are pretty low, we had a uh, an episode that had some quality issues, so we pulled back, and we are re-recording this episode. So if you tuned in early enough and you captured it and you listened to it, this might be repetitive, so we apologize. Not really, but... So the topic we wanted to chat about, or re-chat about today, is Run Ohana. Brittany... Ryan. Run Ohana. What is Run Ohana? Why did we choose Run Ohana for our podcast name? Well, Run Ohana encompass, encompasses like the whole community of running. So it's, you know, no runner left behind. We're all one big family and it's it's more about helping each other accomplish, you know, our goals and, and just finish the race and have fun. And, and that's what Run Ohana has always been for me. It's just you know, everybody coming together to have fun and help each other finish the race, not leaving somebody behind that might be slower, struggling, whatever. You, you just help each other get through and motivate and encourage and support. Yeah, in, in many ways, uh, I think we've all drawn quite a bit of inspiration from various run ohanas. And uh, I think our collective goal is to bring some of those uh, inspirations to a podcast to kind of unite various uh, runners together here through whether they're a, a member of a specific run ohana that we are as well. Sure, that works. And I think we've drawn a lot of inspiration, each of us, from various running groups. And collectively, we'd like to share that with listeners, whether it's Team Shenanigans, Mickey Myler's, uh, running Ohana that we have no idea about. Uh, just collectively bring these ideas and share them for the fun and motivation that uh, we get out from these these running groups. So, and and not just running groups, you know, fitness groups in general. Uh, we say running because running is what many of us do, but you know, there's even more to just running, and it's just a, a lifestyle of health and fitness and inspiration to with life because. Sometimes life sucks. Amen. Right. Next. So we talk about these running communities, but how do you find a running community? Is a running community something social? Is it something local? What are you looking for when you're seeking out to seeking a community or you just stumble across it? Anyway. I, uh, this is Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I I think I view my running Ohana as a great huge group and a lot of it is a lot of people that I've met through Team Shenanigans and Mickey Milers and and from places online and deals with a lot of Disney running but that doesn't help me a lot when I'm at home and nobody lives close to me so there are places that I can go to kind of seek another kind of running ohana here and there are some local um, stores in the area that sometimes they'll do local races sometimes they'll do fun runs and um, I've been a part of a couple of those I have gotten out of the hob- habit of going to them but um, I just kind of told myself recently that I was going to start up again so Brittany and I actually did one 
a couple of years ago that was really fun. I know a lot of running stores will do pub runs, and um, we did that that one night where you just kind of you meet at the store, you run from one pub to the next, and get whatever you want to get there, and then run back. But it's just a way for people to connect, and you know you create a whole new kind of social running group, and and it's another ohana you can have. I don't know. For me, it was about, uh, you know, I was interested in running a race and I really didn't know. I knew there were forums and things out there, but I didn't know that there was necessarily, you know, groups of people. And it was just kind of something I think I stumbled across more than anything in researching a half marathon. So, you know, it started out social um, for me, but uh, I definitely see the positives of both a social media uh community and a local community like you just mentioned you know sometimes when you are going out for those solo runs you want a little bit more you want you know someone you can meet up at the local races that uh you know someone's not gonna fly across country to uh, run a uh, a beer pub 5k or anything like that right so so it's fun to go to those races and have uh familiar faces to see at the local side so right yeah 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 Sometimes they find you too. I mean, I, you know, I've been a member of, of many running groups and whatnot. But when I first started, um, I found out because, you know, people would talk or you'd start talking about a race you're, you're training for and you would just find people that are also runners and they start giving you advice. Well, I just kept running into these ultra people and, and it seemed like everywhere I turned, there was an ultra runner and they just seemed to kind of adopt me. Um, and that was when we lived in Virginia. So, you know, I was going out for a run and there was a guy there doing his second loop. So I would just join him and he ended up being an ultra runner. Um, and then another group um, took me on like a five city run and, and I started running with them. You know, just however many I could do. If they were doing five laps, maybe I only did three with them. Um, but it was a great way to connect with people and, and have fun running instead of just running by yourself. Um, so that's something I missed and when here, um, I did, cause they had put me in a, a Facebook group. They had a local Facebook group for runners, um, that they would talk about, you know, when they're running so you could join or choose to join them. So I tried to find that here in Atlanta and I did find one girl so far. Um, her name is Jessica Jones, which is cool because that's a Marvel character. Um, <laughs> and so every now and then we get to, to go run super fast. But those are complete accidents, except for, like I said, because I knew that back home there was a Facebook group, I did search for Facebook groups when I got here to see what I could find. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I, I think in many ways it's it's even kind of uh, probably more interesting that they kind of find you sometimes. You, you feel like, oh, wow, cool, and you're a little bit more inspired versus if you are seeking one out and maybe afraid that you you're kind of questioning whether you fit in or not, you know, right. So if, if it finds you, you, you kind of make that connection right away as opposed Actually, to that's seeking a good one point. out and force it. Yeah. That's a good point because a lot of people have said that they're um, intimidated by some runners. They feel like, you know, if, if those runners are faster, they don't want to feel like um, those, those people would have to slow down to their pace. And when they found me and invited me, it's more like they knew what my pace was and they were okay with it. You know what I mean? Like, right. I guess it was a little easier that way, but I just still encourage you, you know, if, if somebody's offering to run with you, don't worry about pace. Obviously, it's the slower pace is what goes. And I think part of that is that there's probably still a, a good segment of people out there that run multiple times a week 
but still consider themselves to not be quote unquote real runners. Right. So, and, and I think that's probably where a lot of the intimidation comes from. And then there's a comparison of, well, they run this many miles or I only do this many miles or they run this, this often. And I only run that often. And, you know, so I, I think there's a lot of comparison there. And especially if you're seeking out that group and it's can be a, a mind game a little bit as you're just trying to make sure that you fit in with, with the group. And, you know, I know with uh, team shenanigans and groups that we've been a part of, I don't think there's been any problems that I know of <laughs> uh, that I think things have been pretty welcoming. And, and I think most everyone is, there's a variety of runners, uh, a variety of uh, interest. And, and I think in those cases, it's been a pretty welcoming situation for most everyone. And I think that sure. that's why, yeah, I think that's why we call it Ohana in the community of running. It's just such a great welcoming community overall. I mean, besides Disney Princess, it's just the most welcoming group of people that you could possibly run into. <laughs> it just dawned on me what you said. I have to negate that. I don't think it's as bad as it used to be. Oh, girl, the last time I was there, within the first three minutes, people were were yelling at these poor two girls running side by side saying single line i'm like no they're too abreast it's fine but it's i don't know there's something about that race you, you always find at least maybe that one group of people throughout the race it has gotten a little better there's been no fist fights lately, but it's <laughs> still a different vibe yeah and you're gonna you're gonna find you're gonna find those people and every corner of just about every run community you're gonna always gonna find the one person that just seems to sour things a little bit so hopefully if you're joining a new running community you don't find that person right off the bat so right <laughs> it's to, to scare you away but you know everybody's i mean disney is not immune to the jerk face that uh, uh, that feels some sort of entitlement or i don't know needs, needs to put down other people to uh, build themselves up. So Disney is definitely not immune to that and, and neither are uh, some of the other groups, but you know, you try to, you try to limit those and, and hope that the community as a whole is strong enough to uh, weed out the uh, a-holes, if you will. And don't get me wrong. Disney princess is a, is a wonderful race. Donna runs it every year with the daughter. It's very special, but it's a great one to run with your girlfriends. I just feel like that's the one I see the most, well, we all know the girls can be catty. Yeah. I mean, that it's, just happens. So too it's much less, estro- I think it's, estrogen. It's less running problem than it is Absolutely. Agreed. There you go. Agreed. <laughs> so that's probably why. I, I just wanted to add on that another way that you can start to find people is kind of by putting yourself out there. I mean, sometimes it can be intimidating to do that. But, like, I just – I signed up to do um, – the Taji 100 this month where you run a hundred miles and all the proceeds go towards uh, veterans. And I did it shout out, shout out to um, Thomas Stover. Cause I saw that he was doing it and I thought it was a great idea. And I, and I needed something that was just kind of going to motivate me this month. So that was going to be my thing. And I saw that he had posted that he was looking for people to run with because you're doing a lot of running this month. And so I kind of piggybacked on that and did the same thing. And I've been really kind of excited about the people who I probably wouldn't have approached to come 
do a run with me because I didn't think they were interested or um, I didn't know they were runners or even walkers, whatever it was. But it's kind of, um, you know, it's opened the door to me um, getting to run with other people. So and that's not something that I normally you know, broadcast or say, Hey, I'm going for a run. Who wants to come with me? But it was, it was kind of a different means to an end. So it was good. It can be intimidating as hell to put yourself out there, especially on social media, right? Cause you know, you're, I mean, what goes through my mind in many cases, if you throw something out there, what if nobody responds and then people right. see that nobody respond, right. or if you throw something out there and everybody just kind of looking at it like, did you see what Ryan's going to do this way? Mm-hmm. You know, so in, so in many cases, and that is in more times, not as in our own head. And if you do throw it out there, chances are far better that you'll, it'll be accepted and, and somebody be happily, you know, join in with you and whatnot. You, you can, you can put yourself out there on social media. You can go to local running clubs. You can meet up with people at races. I mean, sometimes you just find people, the person standing next to you in the corral, you strike up a conversation and you find out, oh, my God, they live down the street from me. And now you have a new running partner. Or, you know, I was thinking the other day when I was out running, I was I was having a really bad run. But as I was coming into my neighborhood, two of my neighbors who I know are runners, but I've never run with them, um, were running out and starting their runs. And it just made me feel so good. Like I, I, all of a sudden I was like, I love people who run and I, this is making me feel so much better. And even though I may not be running with them, it is just the sense of community that you have with runners that is special and, and becomes Ohana. Right. And, and, and well, in that situation specifically, there wasn't a name attached to a community. There was no structure to it. It was just loosely just, one runner to another runner and there was a, a bond a connection there and uh, a feeling of belonging and right yeah yeah absolutely you know sometimes too because that just reminded me of how i actually got put into that group in the first place i uh fell broke my knee open and some lady stopped and offered a ride home and she was a runner and once i healed we started running together <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool that's really neat I mean, not neat that I fell. That was kind of funny. This poor kid was like, ma'am, are you okay? And I'm like, fine, kid, just go, just go. <laughs> <laughs> and and there, there's probably, in, in a sense, there, there is no magic uh, to, to finding any of this, right? I mean, in many ways, well, it's probably. Well, I think you have to be open for it, though. Yes, yeah. You have to be, you have to open yourself up to at least be willing to, you know, to, you know open-minded and accepting that, you know what, if you run, you're a runner, uh, regardless of your pace, regardless of your mileage, accept that. If you can accept that, then that's, that's, you know, probably a first step, right? And then the second step is just be, uh, open to vulnerability and running with other people, even if you're faster or slower than, than the other people. It's just, you know, generally being a little vulnerable and being accepting that, you know, it may come across or it may, may work out and it may not. And, uh, if it doesn't, you just, just keep doing your thing, but there's no magic formula to it. I think you're right. I think the biggest thing is just be open to it and accepting that if you're out there putting in some mileage, regardless of speed, you're a runner. That's right. 
It's really hard to accept that, yeah. though. Yep. I know it is. It, it is, and then even all these years later, it's it's still really hard to accept that we're runners. Yeah, and and everybody starts. Ryan. Ryan is a real yeah. runner. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. but but. <laughs> ah. You are. You're a real runner. You're a real runner, Ryan. Everything. <laughs> no. And but you are everybody. <laughs> You everybody's got to start somewhere, right? And and even the professional athletes, the professional runners, that everybody had to start somewhere. And so, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I had to start somewhere. I don't know why you're doing that to me. <laughs> I did. I started somewhere. Everybody can see your face. Where, where did you start? <laughs> Just I started just like everybody. I, I put one foot in front of the other, and I was slow as hell. And then and, and I ran, and I walked, and I started piecing the gangs together. And then I found communities, and that inspired. And then I kept going. I kept wanting to get faster, and I kept wanting to run farther. And then I wanted to do all these individual achievements. So it's you know I started because because I, I wanted to kind of do something different and. Uh, along the way, along the journey, I met other people who wanted to do something different, and that's where the bond happens, and that's where you each start to inspire one another, and even inspire yourself, and set goals for yourself, and you know you feed off of other people who are doing their thing and achieving their own goals, and while their goals might be more or less challenging to yourself, the fact that they're out there putting goals out there and being vulnerable and achieving them and taking shots at them keeps me inspired. And so, yeah, so that's what a running community is, right? Faster, slower, doesn't matter. You, everybody starts somewhere. And the the important thing is that you're getting out there. You're putting yourself out there, uh, being vulnerable, finding people faster, slower, and, uh, find a connection, find a bond. And it doesn't even have to be about running. It could be about Jeeps. It could be about Disney. It could be about running on the beach. It could be about food, ice cream, beer, whatever it is. Find the niche and be open to it. And be okay with faster runners because until you run with Ryan as a caveman, you haven't experienced life. (laughs) <laughs> you have not lived. <laughs> that's, right. uh, that's a whole nother episode, and that's going to be on our Patreon because I am not telling any of those stories or sharing any of those videos unless there's money thrown my way. I have them for cheaper. How much money? <laughs> so, you know, in, in, in that conversation, that context, what are ways that someone – if they are, you know what, I'm open to it. I need to start putting myself out there. You know, where do they start doing that? You know, what what are some ways that someone could be vulnerable to put themselves out there to try to find connections with other runners and fitness enthusiasts? So we said most of them, you know, like um, most running stores have some kind of a group run. Um, Your breweries, which are everywhere, tend to have pub runs now. Like, seriously, check out your breweries. They have all sorts of fun runs. Um, I know Virginia Beach, uh, Kenny, what was it called that we loved? Um, They had like an adventure run even, Smart Map, where you had to like 
find certain spots on the route and take pictures, then you come back and have beer. Um, I love that idea. I want to do that. Yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. Um, so check out those. Um, in fact, it uh, works at Sweetwater, and they're about to have a 5K coming up. Um, so Facebook is another one, uh, social media. Um, also, your local uh, um, race organizations usually have some kind of, like, training program. Like, Virginia Beach JNA had a training program. And here, Atlanta Track Club has one that you can be a member of, and they have formed group runs with different paces that you can join. And that's a great way to meet people and connect um, and, and run your long runs with people, which is, you know, we all want that. It's, it sucks running alone for more than five, six miles. So. Yeah, those are great examples. And I, I think probably the one that becomes probably, and it's probably easier to go to, it's easier to go to the pub runs if you actually enjoy booze, right? <laughs> Well, but I've gone to it. You don't have to drink. Have to drink. I mean, I don't like beer, and I still had fun. But my yeah. my, vul- <laughs> my 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 point was I was getting it. If you're opening up and being super vulnerable, and you don't like beer, but you still go to a pub huh? run, this guy goes well, to pub runs, doesn't really enjoy beer, drinks water at that. the pub run. Well, I'm throwing. I'm being vulnerable right now. I'm confused. Don't like beer. I don't understand. Well, uh, let me let me just rephrase it and say I haven't found a beer that I really like. So I, I have nothing against. I don't understand beer. that either. No, he just he hasn't met the right beer. I understand yeah. Ryan because yeah. I used to be like that. <laughs> we'll help you. Yeah, I'm I'm very picky, you know, you, you know, some people they they struggle to find the their soulmate in life, you know, and I I just I'm struggling to find my beer mate. <clears throat> you come to the right group. One, There's a community for that. There's a Ohana for a beer too. There is. There is. I mean, we have one person at a brewery right now on a forklift. It's crazy. <laughs> Live from Maybe the warehouse. Something. I'm doing donuts in the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, a donut. Donut. Are you reenacting really the, the, um, the scene from Austin Powers? Do you remember that? Yeah, he's creeping, creeping along. No. Don't run me over. <clears throat> Sorry. No, but you know, I I think it's uh, those are <laughs> six. <laughs> Watch out for the pork there, folks. Those are good suggestions, though. You know, the pub runs, the beer runs, there's donut runs, uh, there's some ice cream socials. I've actually, I've seen ice cream socials on social media, uh, people posting, and I'm really trying to get our one of our local running stores to do an ice cream social just because I love ice cream, and I like to run, so I like to eat ice cream after I run. And so, uh, but, you know, and the, probably the more intimidating way of all that is social media, by all means, in in many cases, especially, you know, running websites geared to documenting or your know, your training runs like Strava, you know, Runkeeper or whatever the other ones are all out there. You know, then you start to really get into the comparison side of things. And you know, if you're uncomfortable just meeting new people on the surface, it's going to be really uncomfortable to uh, see people and start comparing and immediately start building up those walls. So. 
So I, I think local running groups are, are, are a nice way to start local running shops. Fantastic way uh, to start. And uh, as Kendrick may, uh, may be able to attest to volunteering at races um, is an excellent way. Um, you get to have longer conversations, right? If you're standing there handing out cups of water, treats, fuel, whatever, handing out medals, you get to talk to uh, the other volunteers uh, throughout the race. Um, you also get to greet runners as they come by or come through. So what other opportunity to uh, to kind of get acquainted uh, with a run ohana by volunteering, right? Especially if you're a runner, because then you already know the faces that people make at certain mile marks, depending on the, the length of the race, you can tell if they're struggling or if they're, they're in their zone. So it's, it'd be good to, uh, to know that and be able to identify it and cheer somebody up along the way or help them out. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, picking up on that, those emotions and status of where they might be mentally in a race or whatnot is a great way to, spark immediate conversation because you're reacting to their expression as opposed to thinking, Oh gosh, what can I say to them? That's going to kind of break the ice. Right. So Kenny, could the volunteers themselves be a part of your Ohana though? Not just uh, the runners out there. Well, absolutely. You, you accepted team, uh, team Margarita. They weren't a, really a, an official running group and they were there to support and cheer, you know, bring the runners in, whether it be our team or anybody else that was running by that wasn't a part of any team, you know, you're there to cheer on everybody. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be a running group oriented. You can, you can volunteer at any, any function, really. You can volunteer at football games. You can volunteer at soccer games and running events and um, wherever you can lend a hand. It helps out more than you know. Yeah. And we, our podcast is titled run Ohana and, and Mostly because we've drawn that inspiration from running groups, but Ohana that inspires any sort of uh, healthy lifestyle, fitness, what have you, uh, seems like it would be a good one to uh, to be a part of to to kind of keep you moving. So here's a question though: Would you say volunteering for a kid's school trip to New Orleans is a bad idea or a good idea? Are you sober or are you drunk? Well, when I made the decision, I thought I was going to be drinking a lot. And then I realized, is that allowed? You're Probably not. I'm going to go out on a ledge not. and say no. So maybe really think about these decisions before you make them. It's a good <laughs> idea. So but what you're saying open. is, yeah, be open. Just be more aware. <laughs> sober. Get the facts. So first. what? Maybe you're going to meet your next new best running no. friend, Brittany. I might. Who knows? You know yeah, what? I might just get those kids to go on a run since I missed the New Orleans hat. Get them all to go out on a run. Somebody just posted that. Somebody just posted that they were in a running slump and they ran with kids. And I can't remember why, but it was like some school function. And they said it was the best thing ever. So you never know. You never know. I'd agree with that. And you haven't lived... Unless you run with Rhinus Caveman and you run with my daughter for an 8K. Just hearing her talk about how her feet hurt and so do her feelings, and then she takes off like a Kenyan. I'm just saying. So that finish line, get this crap over with, right? Right. Anyway, well, we hope those tips 
Tips? Were they really tips? I don't think they were really <laughs> tips. Not really yeah. sure. They were just a lot of talk. <laughs> yeah. It's, the thing is, we hope we hope you found some inspiration in that ramble, because we want to be inspiring. We want to motivate and encourage. So welcome to our Ohana. Whether it is our Ohana or some other Ohana, put yourself out there. It'll be fun, they said. It would be fun, they said. <laughs> Yeah, let us know how much fun that was for you, all right? Were were they <laughs> drinking when they said that? We were. Uh, oh, that's why we thought yeah. it was fun. Oh, no regrets, way, I'm right? The, it's I'm fun. in the Atlanta studio this week. Ah, the Atlanta studio. Yeah, the- I'm in the Atlanta studio here with Brittany this week. Reporter Rob's live on the scene. Yes. Live on the scene. News break. Brittany's having a beer. <laughs> Kenny's throwing down some beer. <laughs> I'm watching beer pass in front of my eyes, like Laverne and Shirley. On this day in history, with Kenny. February 11th, 1936, Burton Leon Reynolds, also known as Burt Reynolds, was born. Lansing, Michigan, United States. Former actor had been in entertainment business for four decades and has been in more than 90 movies, including Dukes of Hazard, The Longest Yard, Boogie Nights, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, and Smokey and the Bandit. Acting, acting was his second choice of career, forced him when he had a cartilage tear in his knee in his early college football career as an all-star halfback. On this day in history. Dude, that was fascinating. That there you go. Amazing. Yeah, I had no idea. Burt Reynolds, college football player. College he football player. He probably could have been running with us, except that he blew oh. out his knee. <laughs> I wasn't expecting a uh, Burt Reynolds uh, fact being dropped on this episode, but uh, we have it, and now our listeners do as well, right? So that goes into some feedback. We submitted uh, requests for feedback on some of our early episodes. Uh, obviously, we have our own. Um, really, really low bar that we're trying to raise up a little bit. And uh, we got some great suggestions from folks um, and some great um, uh, information and feedback. So we're uh, taking that into consideration. We've got some segments which we had planned, and we're going to expedite those plans, I assume, and make some really crappy segments that uh, hopefully will be entertaining. Right? Yeah. I'm just trying to keep the bar low. So that way, you know, everybody's listening to this and like, oh, wow, what a podcast, you know. We've got so much more room for improvement if we keep the bar low at, up front, right? We're raising hey. it up there early. It's, it's going to be. Hey, that's what I like to do. I like to set my standards low because I can only get better from there. Speaking of low standards, I don't know if it's really low standards, but it, it's a really low story. I went to the massage. I had a massage therapy appointment today, and you're all looking at me like, "Where the hell is this going?" But you got to hear me out here because this is this is this is an issue, and I, I you know I was a little disturbed. And and you talk about being vulnerable. I was really vulnerable. Um, I've been a little gassy the last few days, and uh, I had a massage appointment coming up uh, scheduled for today, and I was 
going into it, honestly, I was just like, this is not going to be good. I'm going to reschedule this thing <laughs> because I'm, I'm not, my stomach hasn't been really feeling quite well. And so I thought I was going to reschedule this massage therapy, but I really need it because I'm dealing with a little issue in my foot and I think it was going to be really helpful. So I started to really watch what I was eating over the last 24, 48 hours because I was like, whatever it is, I got to get rid of. And um, anyway, so I went to the appointment. Stomach was fine, laying on the table. We're nearing probably the last 10, 15 minutes of this hour massage. And I mean, she's got her elbow in my buttocks, cranking out some of the biggest knots I didn't even know existed in my body. And I'm in pain as I'm trying to like keep from whimpering out loud uh, as I'm going <laughs> through this. I'm feeling my very relaxed left butt cheek as she's got her elbow in my right butt cheek and I'm feeling a little pressure. <laughs> I no lie. I'm feeling a little pressure and I held on to it. I held on to it to the very end. She left the room as we were finished and I was like, Oh, thank heavens. It couldn't have happened one minute sooner. And I would have been, I'd been done. I'd had to find a new massage therapist. I couldn't have gone back to her ever again. It was the so most wait, embarrassing thing. Can we go back? Like, they go up your butt and stuff? I'm so confused. I've never had a massage therapist, like, work my butt like that. Well, she is not in your You pay butt. her extra for that? Was, was they, this deep tissue? Is it considered a happy ending? No, no, no. Oh, Lord. No, uh, are, okay. I'm not. I'm not at a Robert Kraft massage parlor here. It's. I mean, this. This is. This is a legit operation. It's a uh, sports performance. Uh, they've got a chiropractor and they've got a massage therapist. They're like treating like real athletes, like professional athletes. So yeah. So no, it's a legit thing. And and I mean, I got shorts on, so I'm not like naked. So sorry if they ruined any ideas there, but no, she and she had her elbow like right there on my shoulder. <laughs> the knots. Hey, I don't have any knots anymore. Well, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Proud of you. And I don't have gas you. anymore either. <laughs> did it work? Not right now. Not only did he get rid of the knots, he got rid of his gas. That's right. Uh, who knew massage? Massage out those little bubbles. Or gas sets. Whatever. You get a t- you get a twofer. A twofer? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's gonna get a hold of this podcast. I can never I gotta know now that I can never ever mention that I'm on a podcast. Yeah, because then she might be on a mission to like get you to do it earlier. No, hey, what's she's the name of your massage it? person? No, yeah, no, not go in there. No, I'm, I can't do any social media reviews or anything like that. It's not going to happen. Oh, so my this, gosh. I'm sure this, there are people who have let loose. So you probably, you're her oh hero. Man, could you imagine, though, though, like the massage therapist be like, oh, no problem. It happens all the time. What is that, Kenny? A little turbo boost? A little... Uh, Anyway, so we're just lowering the bar a little bit more before we start getting releasing out some really good episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Going to release really good episodes? Is that what you said? Is that what you're calling it these days? Right. Spell it out to the uh, 
public. That should have been like a real talk segment, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Kenny likes to fart when he um, Zumba's. He can't help it. Like all that shaking of his hips and grinding and whatever gets the farts out. Yeah, and I think as you get older, you probably – when the body moves, I think things just kind of leak out. If you oh, my God. Old people in yoga. Ooh, ooh, that would be oh, – Old wait, people not, in yoga just fart. They don't care. I don't need yoga to fart. I just do it. Uh, I don't – Donna's sitting quietly me. over there, and Donna's like <laughs> passing gas right now for all we know. <laughs> Donna, aren't you in the same decade I'm in now? Yeah, Donna's a yes. – she doesn't fart. Yeah. And to be honest, you don't give a shit anymore, pun intended. Oh, whoa, bleep that out. We got to bleep that out. We've got kids. Oh, yeah, we will. Bar. Walker, okay, walker, you walker. Give up. Um, All right. I Have we... a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think we lowered the bar about as low as it could go, right? You can't get any lower. This is, I mean. No, we can Give us five more minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold my beer. <laughs> okay. I'm watching a few more beers here. So, on that note, we will wrap up this episode of the Run Ohana podcast. Gosh, the bar. I mean, it, it can't get any lower, but I'm thinking it's getting lower. It can't get lower. We lost all three subscribers, I'm sure, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's still four of us. <clears throat> There's so four of us. Uh, we're just gonna need you. No, no, no. There's only three of you. On that note, we will wrap up this episode of the Run Ohana podcast. Remember, if you have a question to ask this fruitful podcast, we will give you a very thoughtful answer. Uh, you can send those questions into Run Ohana Podcast at Gmail. Gotcha. Hey, can we be found on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or anything? If you are on the Bookface or the Twitter sphere or the Gram, you can find us at Run Ohana Podcast. Are we going to have a Tinder account? Do, do podcasts <laughs> have Tinder accounts? Um, <laughs> I think we only. need one. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I'll do that. Farmer, right. farm, farmers only. We don't have a we don't have a Tinder account yet, but if you want to subscribe to us on Tinder, we may sign up at some point. But um, for Ryan, for Brittany, for Kenny, Donna, and producer Rob, this is Ryan. Peace. And chicken grease. <laughs> <laughs> And there's our sign-off. Topic for today is Run Ohana. That's where we've got the name, but...